Hey there, Blessed Mama. This is Kelly and Blair from our cozy homes, and you are listening to the Blessed Mama Bosses podcast, the show where we are talking all about being a mom, raising boys and girls, running businesses, marriage, and oh yeah, trying to take care of our bodies and our mind all in the everyday chaos of life. If you love talking with your girlfriends, getting ideas and advice from those who have been there before you, then this is the podcast for you. Listen, we've been through cancer, brain tumor, addiction, marriage ups and downs, parenting ups and downs, successful businesses all the while, then this is the podcast for you. You're not going to want to miss any episode. Join us every Tuesday morning. Let's get started. Hey, Blessed Mamas. Today's episode is a special one for a couple of reasons. We're going to be talking all about getting your kids ready for college, like those tips to prepare them. So whether you have a elementary, middle school, high school, or even one that's currently in college, I know that this is going to help you so much. And when Kelly and I were asked about this subject as one of the topics for our podcast, we haven't had kids going to college yet. Actually, my oldest is in his senior year right now. So I went to my best friend, Allison Elmer, here in South Florida. She is a second grade teacher at Westminster Academy, and she had her very first of three go off to college just this week. So I was like, hey, let me interview you while you're raw and real, and let's talk about all the fun stuff about the year before they leave and sending them off to college and all the things that those of us that are mamas are like thinking about now that we want advice on. So thanks for being on, Allison. Anytime, Blair. Um, like she said, my name's Allison and I have three children at home. Well, one just went away. Um, my senior, he's a boy. Oh, let me take that back. He's not a senior anymore. He graduated from high school. And he's, he's now not a boy. He's a man. <laughs> okay, let me start over. He is a 19-year-old, we'll say young man, who just graduated high school and is now in college. Um, he's at University of Florida, hopefully going to stick with an engineering major, but we'll see how that goes. Um, and then I have one who is a senior, so I have one right behind, and I do not suggest that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little stressful. I feel like I just got the first one off and now it's just coming all back again. And then I also have a sophomore girl. So we have a few years before we have to worry about that one. Yeah, but don't you feel like it's kind of nice because at least you have this knowledge and it's right in your brain and now you can help Samantha, which is her second child who's a senior this year. Yes, it is nice because I know exactly what needs to be done, but I feel like I was more on top of it with Carson because I had all of my attention focused on him, but it is, it's going a lot smoother. I knew, you know, what to log on to for the applications and, you know, what it meant when it said to provide this. So that part is a little bit easier. Yeah, because I've been picking Allison's brain like crazy because it is a very difficult process. And I'm not going to lie, it's not super simple, although they're trying to make it more streamlined. There's this thing called the Common App. If you if you don't have older kids yet, when they get to their senior year in high school, you have to fill this out. That then goes to all the colleges that they want to apply to. And then some colleges have extra things that you have to do. And then you have to fill out the financial thing, which I think is going to be the biggest one, which Allison and I can never remember the name. I think it's FASA. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Allison, I always laugh about this. So let's go backwards first. Okay. So before I ask you all the questions that I'm dying to know, and I know our listeners are as well, um, let's go back to like 
elementary, right? Because you're an elementary school teacher. So as you're watching kids nowadays, okay? And I'm just being general here, you guys. It's not her current class. It's not her classroom last year. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying in general, in case some mamas of your class are listening, like, what are you seeing? Because I'm seeing it just in my kids' friends and in them. Um, What is different, do you feel like, that we need to do better as parents to prepare them for college? Like, I feel like we're very coddling our kids this generation. Yes. Well, First, what I see a lot of is parents in elementary, oh, they have to be in the high math class or, oh, they have to be in honors. Oh, they have to do this. They have to do that. It really does not matter what they're doing in elementary as long as they're learning, they're learning to become independent as much as you can let them. And I know you've probably heard this before, but do let them fail. It's okay if they don't get an A in everything. It's okay to say, mom, I just totally forgot my homework. Um, It's okay. You don't have to run to the school and bring them their folder. Just, you don't even have to send the teacher an email. They might have a consequence. That's going to be okay. It's going to be, what, five minutes of recess. They'll live. Um, And definitely that's more the elementary age. When they do get into middle school, you know, that's when the honors is going to make a difference for when what classes they can take in high school but don't necessarily worry about it in elementary school and then in like i said in middle school start to you know figure out what subjects they're best at to try to push and then in high school definitely start to push them a little bit more academically but again they are the ones that need to show an interest in what they need and not just it don't let it be mom what she wants mm-hmm. and moms don't don't relive through your kids. It's fun and it's nice to see them shine, but it, they have to be their own person. I love that. And we talk a lot on this podcast, Kelly and I always say, let them fail while they're in your home. So I'm so glad that you said that. And one of the biggest parts of that too is like, I love that you said like, don't run up their homework to them at school. I used to give my kids one chance and we live literally in the same neighborhood as our school. So it's super convenient for me to be able to do that. And I work from home, but we used to say to them, you get one per semester, one mess up where I'll like bring you your gym clothes or I'll bring you your notebook. Like we all make mistakes, but after that you have to take the consequence. And I think that the consequence is what actually teaches them. And I even wish I probably hadn't even given them that one chance because now I get calls all the time from my youngest. So, and it's very hard to say no, right, moms? We all know that. Okay, so let's get into some of the questions that I prepared for today. First question is tips for as they begin the process of applying to colleges. Like, what are some things that you wish you had known last year in the fall that maybe you didn't know? And now looking back, you're like, ooh, I wish we had known that. Well, something that if your school provides like a help session, definitely go to that. And it might not make any sense, but I guess what I wish I would have done a little bit ahead of time is, and maybe this was because it was COVID and you couldn't go to the colleges, but I know Blair had looked at colleges, you know, before the her son's senior year and they were like, oh, make sure you do this, this, this. So she had a little bit of an understanding of how the whole process worked before she even went to those meetings. Yes. So I wish I would have looked on the websites a little bit first to see how it all works. So I understood what a common app was, who was accepting common apps. But that's just how my personality is. And I like to understand before 
I'm taught something. <laughs> and Blair likes to jump in and then learn. <laughs> yes. That's why Alice and I get along so well. We're so different, but so alike. Um, so one of the things that I did learn, I'm just going to throw in here, you guys, because I did do it different than Alice. And we started looking before Jeremiah's junior year because he said he thought he wanted to be in a city. And so we took him to Boston and he went to a bunch of schools. I went with another friend and her son. And guess what? At the end of that trip, he was like, yeah, I don't think I want to live in a city. And he was so gung-ho on living in a city. So it was really good that we experienced that. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying you have to go to every single school that they're thinking about, but definitely if it's different from where you live. So we live in South Florida and even going to Gainesville is going to be a little different at University of Florida, but not as different as going to Boston. So that was really good. The other thing that I learned going through that was he we went to different size universities and Boston's a great place to go because there's like a hundred universities in like, you know, 30 minutes. So we went to all different sizes. And I realized really quickly on these tours that the ones that he connected with the most was actually at a smaller university and it was actually a Christian school. So then that was like, oh, I didn't even know you're interested in that. So now let's go mm -hmm. look at Wheaton. Now let's go look at Samford. And then that allowed us to know where to go next because I don't, Although I wish he had toured University of Florida and we still have time this year to do it, that was something a little more familiar to him. And so it was like we needed to see these other places that were unfamiliar. So I highly recommend that. And then also, like Allison said, they give you great tips. I mean, even at Clemson, for example, they gave us a quick little tip that like if your kid earns 100% bright future in Florida, which is like our way of our little scholarship from the lotto here, they will give you something because of that, because they know you're not staying in Florida, you're coming out of state. So just dumb little things like that, that like I would have never known mm -hmm. were super helpful. And something back on what to do, what I wish I would have known before, which I did know this, but I definitely look at your state um, government and see what scholarships they offer. Like Georgia has the hope and Florida, like she says, has the bright futures. If you don't know that their freshman year, you don't know what the requirements are even probably sophomore year is okay, but you have to have a certain GPA, you might have to have a certain community service, a certain SAT. So if it's something your child can actually get, then you know look into that so that that's your goal by the time their senior year, that they've met that goal to help pay for the, it's usually just pays for the classes, yeah. not the room and board, but we can get but into that later. But it's still great. Yes. I mean, so yeah, that was a great tip. And if you move, while your kids are in high school, make sure you find out the state that you moved to, what's going on for that state. That's such a great tip. All right. Tip number two. What about their senior year before they leave? Like I can I can already think of a few tips after you if you don't hit them. Mm -hmm. But like here we are. We're going into our senior year. They're kind of especially I would think second semester, they're half in, half out because now they know probably where they're going to go to school. They're starting to make decisions about that. They feel very adult because they're about to go out on their own, yet they're still in your home. So share with us any tips on that, like things that you guys did this year. Like, can you please specifically share your Sunday night dinners? I think that's really awesome. Okay. Because it really gave you guys that time together. Right. So um, first of all, like if they're in a school sport or school play or anything school-wise, now my son just played golf. And so it was only the first semester or the first quarter. So I really made an effort. I took off work if there was a district match or whatever, just to make sure to be at the last one, because I still remember crying at his last golf match that I would ever see him play in, in high school, obviously. Um, something I would definitely, if they're not doing sports, I would suggest that they do get a job because at least my son's senior year, he had a lot of time. So it was really good to have the job that it can go into summer. 
Um, but if they're playing too many sports, like yeah. Blair's son, it's darn it, right? It's just not possible. <laughs> and it's nice for them to have the money once they're in college and not have to, you know, be worrying about that their first quarter or the first semester. Um, we would, like Blair said, on Sunday nights, almost every Sunday night, we would just say, okay, we're going to have a family dinner, even if it was, you know, pasta and spaghetti sauce. Um, and if it was, well, I haven't gone to see my girlfriend or she's in town or my boyfriend, then they were more than welcome to come too. But we all were definitely there for dinner. And that actually stems from my mom, who back when she was growing up, all the family would get together on Sunday night and just have a big, easy spaghetti dinner. Um, and then we always would do inviting, you know, like my sister and her kids. Let's come celebrate, you know, before they left. Um, I don't know if that's the next one, but. Yeah. Yeah. My next question was about the summer before they leave. So hold on okay. before we get into because the, the summer is yeah, def different. I definitely. mean, they, they graduate and there is a change. <laughs> so, OK, before we get that far, I do love that you guys have been doing the Sunday dinners in our home. We do um, our morning devotion. But like we're even finding this year, Jeremiah, his senior year at our school, there's a 7 a.m. Bible class that he's taking two days a week. So he's not with us two days a week. Then he doesn't even have class till like 930 on the other days. So our schedule has been very strange. So it's really important that you find that quality time where mm -hmm. your whole family is together. Um, and also, I feel like a lot of people have told me when I've asked for, you know, different advice and things like that about their senior year is try as much as possible to not be in their business and not be like, and you've even said this, like, stop hounding him, like, get this college application and get it done. But you know what, if he wants to go to that school, and he wants the scholarships that he needs in order for us to say yes to that school, he'll get it done. Right. So right. like things like that, I think, were some of the tips that people have said. Yes, because if they need help, what I'm realizing is that they'll ask you, they'll come to you. Yeah, that's, that's and, true. And be available. Just be available. Um, you know, if you're a, if you're at home working and your son can be off for lunch, just say, hey, can I meet you for a quick lunch on a Wednesday? I know I did that a couple of times, even in school. I think I took the day off and he we were able to go to lunch. So just kind of think outside the box in ways you can spend time with him. It doesn't have to be, you know, going somewhere. It doesn't have to be spending a lot of money. It can just be playing games or hanging out at the pool. Right. I love that. Um, and then, oh, something else came in my head and I can't remember what it was. Darn it. Well, hopefully it'll come back. Okay. So the summer before they leave, like I know there's got to be a big difference, right? The day that they graduate and like now they feel super independent. They're on their own. So like, but you still want to have boundaries in your home. Mm -hmm. You still want to provide a safe place for the rest of your kids. And you also want to teach them the right skills before they leave. So like, what did you see happening this summer? Any tips on that for parents? Well, you know, I always hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, the summer before the senior year, I just wanted to kick them out. Mm -hmm. And I definitely didn't feel that way. But I also would let Carson know how much I loved him, how proud of him I was, you know, um, just kind of let him know that it's sad for us to see him go. So he understood that we wanted to spend time with him. So always let them know we want to be with you. We understand that you have friends and you want to go on the boat and you want to go here and there, but we do want to spend time with you. So I definitely let them know that. Um, and then again, if they're working, have them continue to work just to have some type of schedule. But at least for us during the school year, he would be in bed by 11, but it's like they start 
the college schedule really late in the summer. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why are you guys going to bed at 11 o'clock? It's summer. And he would be up till maybe one. And then our rule is always wake us up when you come home. He'd wake me up. I'd have no idea that he woke me up. (laughs) (laughs) That's already happening in my house. (laughs) So um, just, you know, you kind of have to let go a little bit. Like Blair had Mm -hmm. said, let them you know, start to make their own food, make their own dinners. Ooh, that's a big one. I never thought about that. But that's a great, because Allison's son has a kitchen in his dorm. And so he actually can cook a few things for himself. So that's Mm -hmm. a really great point. But also still- Laundry, make sure they do their own laundry. Yes, definitely the laundry. Um, But my son also, like I would, he still would be doing things for me, like running errands or go to the grocery store. Definitely still keep them involved. Yeah, at your that's house. A good point. For sure. And one thing you did do last year that this is what I was I forgot. Now I just re remembered it is that my office is hot, right? <laughs> Allison's getting hot and I'm like, I'm always sweating in here. OK, so one of the things you did really well last year was whenever we would schedule girls nights or Allison mm-hmm. and her husband, Austin, are our best friends. So we do a lot of stuff as couples. So like anytime we wanted to schedule something or had a girls night, you were always like, yes, unless. I'm just going to be honest. It's Carson's senior year. If he wants to do something tonight or he's home, I'm not coming. And I really respected that because it's kind of like just letting everybody know, heads up, like this is my last year with him. Right. You don't Especially, know. Especially, I would say, like the last month mm-hmm. of summer. It was like, wait, you know, try to still try to squeeze the time in there with him. And if they have siblings, um, I started school and he was still home and his sisters were there. So I had to be very specific. And I said, your sisters are going to miss you but please take one of them out to lunch or please take, you know, both of them out to lunch this last week before you go, please make sure you're asking. I have to kind of feed him a little bit, like ask them questions. Don't forget to ask her how this went, you know, and they appreciate that because they maybe don't know how to communicate, especially if it's with a sister. So then just giving them a little help and what to say or what to do to spend time with them. Yeah. Same thing like with the grandparents. I just did that for, yes. for Noah today. He, I was like, you need to call your grandparents and thank them for your birthday money. And he was like, oh, what should I say? You should tell them what you're spending it on. Ask them about this. So yeah, I think those are great skills. Okay. So my next question is now we've prepared them. They're ready to go. You're getting ready to drop them off. Like what are some things you wish you had taken with you or the way that you did it? Maybe you liked the way you did it. So kind of just share like that process because I hear from some parents who are like, we got bought everything and then we arrived and some parents arrive and then they buy things. So how did you guys do it? And how did you prepare for that day? Well, holy moly, we went to Target at 10 o'clock at night on like a Friday night and it was jam-packed. <laughs> in Gainesville. In Gainesville. This okay. is in Gainesville. It's a it's a smaller town. Um smaller town compared to Fort Lauderdale. So but it's all college. So we had everything with us and I definitely would suggest that if you're going into a college town. Um and it's very easy to go on to like the college website or a Facebook group and find out and look at videos of the dorm. So you kind of know ahead of time. Like my son kept saying, I want a mini fridge in my room. And I kept saying, well, why? Because you have a fridge right there. You're only sharing with three boys. Because what if I, you know, I want a mini fridge. So I stuck to my guns. We did not buy the mini fridge. Um, and he, oh, even once you got there, even once we got there and he does not need the mini fridge, <laughs> like, so his friends drink a soda of his, it's not the end of the world. 
Um, but we loaded up the whole entire car. We did a lot of Amazon shopping before. We kind of started, I'd say in June, we just started stockpiling, looking at lists that people provided. Um, oh, tell them about the Facebook groups. Yes. So, and this was a good one also. Always go to, so he's UF graduating class of 27, 20, 26, 27. I don't even know. Isn't that terrible? So you'll find the face group post, 26. you know, the page of it and join it. And then parents are on there constantly asking questions with comments. I don't really comment much or really ask anything, but all you have to do is read them and you'll learn lots of things. Like they'll say, you know, should I bring a rug for my child's room? What's the dimensions? What have you found out? Okay. I'm hopping in really quick. Hot business tip for those of you that are in business. This is also an amazing place for you to build new relationships, new connections. You never know who you're going to meet in that Facebook group. That's also a mom of a kid the exact same age, and it might be an amazing connection for you. So just always be thinking about that too. You know, you don't have to get involved on there, but if you are in a business where you sell online, it's a great idea to get involved mm -hmm. in there and meet some of those parents. And you might have some things that would help them and vice versa. So I love that. I love that you get into those groups. And I, one of my friends right now, Tiffany, she's already doing this. So our boys are the exact same age and she's already like in a bunch of groups and already have like all these really cool ideas of like things to put in her sense for organization mm -hmm. in his dorm room. And so there are Facebook groups that you can go into already, like preparing your kid for college mm -hmm. and those kind of things. Actually, probably need to look at some too, um, but those are always great. And then what about like that weekend? How did you guys organize how you're going to do drop off? How did that go? Well, our school gives you a specific time. This is when you drop off. You have 20 minutes to get everything out of your car, but wow. I will give a shout out to UF though. They had all the RAs there. They pulled everything up. It was all unloaded and upstairs in 20 minutes. Did the RAs help carry them? Mm -hmm. Okay. They yeah. all they helped. They do that at a couple of schools. Um, but again, like you know, you're saying, look at the organization. Well, he's not in a typical room. So had I looked now, you would have no idea. It's good to get it in your mind, but definitely don't buy anything until you know what dorm that they're in. Because yes. like his bed is a different size bed. Ah. It's like a full extra long where most are just a twin extra long. So anyway, um, so darn it. So I can't start buying stuff on black no. Friday. Well, that's a great tip you guys. Yes. But yeah. don't get rid of anything like household from here on. If you have a senior, just mm -hmm. hold on to it. Mm -hmm. Like he took our old toaster. Um, and then as far as when they're there, we planned, we drove up Friday with him and he did say on the way there, he was nervous. He said, you know, my girlfriend's not around and my family's not around. So I am a little bit nervous and he's a very chill person. So for him to say that it was mm -hmm. kind of shocking. Um, we drove up Friday, we unpacked on Saturday and we got the hotel for Saturday night because we didn't know if he was going to be like, all right, thanks. You dropped it off. You can go. <laughs> so you just have to play it by ear. You can't plan it. You can't even ask him ahead of time. What do you think you want us to do? Because they might say, oh, we want you to drop and run. But then when they get there, they might want you to stay and help. So we pretty much stayed with him all day until 10 o'clock at night. We took him to dinner. Then we left. We even offered for him to come back to the hotel. He's like, no, no, I want to be in my dorm. And then we went and said, Should we, can we take you out to breakfast? He said, yes, that'd be great. So then we took him out to breakfast. But very shocking that he wanted us to stay the whole yeah. time. He wanted to go to Publix with him to shop for groceries. So, But some of the parents just left immediately. So you kind of just have to, if you have the flexibility, 
leave it open and let them kind of just feel it out and see how it goes. I love that. And actually, I ran into a friend at our school. I was telling Allison the story last night and her daughter's going up to Boston from Florida. And so they actually are booking like I think she gets to check in on Thursday. So they're flying up on Wednesday and she didn't book her flight home till Sunday. And her daughter was like, no, I'm going to want you to leave right away. I'm going to want to get, you know, hang out with my roommates and get to know people. And she was like, great, we'll just be at the hotel. If you want to hang out with us, great. Maybe we can take you guys out for a steak dinner one night with your roommates. We can get to know her. And maybe you guys are going to want to meet up for lunch, you know. I'll just be here. And if you need me, I'm here. And I thought that was really cool. If you if you have the flexibility to do that, I think it's awesome. You yeah. It's just adding on the night, like you said. All right. We are getting – you were nervous about this podcast, and we're 23 minutes in, Allison. Wow. So last question, okay? Um, how does it feel and tips to stay connected to them now that they are gone? Like they have their freedom. They are on their own. I actually love it because Carson has been calling you a lot and reaching mm-hmm. out to you guys. So like – what are there any tips for like how you've been able to get him to like check in so you know he's alive and breathing that's my scariest thing by the way it's like you leave them up there and life 360 doesn't necessarily show you that they're like alive and breathing all right so like (laughs) i said you know in the summertime let them know that you're going to miss them and just kind of how you feel so then again that relates to dropping them off hey we love you we still want to see you you know how mom feels I know I'm crazy. I just go ahead and admit that. But our first night there, I said, can you just face Timmy? I just want to see you again. And then I just, we text a lot. But a good um, tip is if you are married, and um, my husband and I have said this, hey, if he texts you something important, make sure that you put it in the group text between my husband and I. Because like, hey, I might want to drop a class. Well, hold off. Let's talk to dad about that first. Mm -hmm. Or I hurt my back. What should I do? Let me pull in dad because he might know something more than I might know. Mm -hmm. Or I might know something more than my husband might know. Um, But I just text. I'll actually check Life360. And if he's in his dorm, then I'll say, hey, can you chat? Oh, I love that. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. And then, yes. Okay, FaceTime me. And it might just be five minutes. And I'll give you guys a couple other little ideas that I've heard from other moms. Our friend Heather, she always did um, a Friday breakfast with her daughter. So then when her daughter went up to FSU, they still would try at least once a month to get on um, a FaceTime for breakfast on Friday mornings, which I think is so cute. Um, And then I've heard from other parents like, yeah, they just have like, hey, can you text me when you get in or, you know, just different things that they've kind of set up to know that they're safe, especially those of you with girls. Like I cannot even imagine what it's like to drop and leave with girls. Um, But also, like, do you have his roommate's phone number, like, in case you ever need to get in touch with him? I have his mom's. So, yes. Okay. So, like, making sure you have those things, right? The phone numbers of other people, you know, for safety and stuff. Definitely. Yeah. And there is something, speaking of safety, there's um, papers that you can do. Uh, It's called Go Mama Bear or something Mama Bear. And it's actually papers because when the kids turn 18, if something were to happen to them in the hospital, they technically yes. can't tell. They, If you're the parent, they're over 18, they can't let you in the hospital. But if you have these papers that they've signed, then it says yes, you know. So does the school provide that? No, you just find them online. And then where do you, you leave them with your kid? Yes. So you leave them with, you You keep a, a copy. You can leave a, pair, a copy with your child and let the roommate know. Um and then that way you have access to them. Heaven forbid something yeah, serious. Because one of happen. our friends, something serious did happen to her daughter at UF. Remember? And she, she was couldn't not get into able the hospital. To. Yeah. And I, it was obviously with his permission because he kind of jokes like, well, what if I don't want you to know? And so 
you know, cause he's trying to be Mr. Independent. Right. And we just said, we just think this is best. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to yeah. take advantage of it. It's just, we're not going to check on your doctor appointments. It's just for an emergency. Right. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on Allison. And you guys, if you have any other tips, ideas, suggestions, things that worked or things that you wish you had known, please go on to our free Facebook uh, group community, blessedmombossesgroup.com. We'll take you straight to that Facebook group. You can share in there all your tips, ideas, things you wish you had known, or maybe things that you did wrong because that's how we all learn, right? Um, Or you can tag us on Instagram at blessedmombosses underscore. Thanks so much for being on, Allison. Oh, and really quick, I can't remember if it's next week or the week after, but we're talking about friendships in marriage and why it's so important to have friends in your marriage. And Allison and Austin are a great example of that. So you'll probably hear me talk about them in a week or two on that podcast, but it's so important to have that. So make sure you stay tuned and tune in every Tuesday to our podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye guys. Hey there, Blessed Mama. It's not over yet. We both realized after we were done with this podcast that we forgot to say one of the most important parts for our journey as parents, especially for Allison as she was reflecting on the things that have helped her prepare for college, get her son to college, and now start helping her daughter to get prepared for college. So the biggest thing for both of us that we were talking about is prayer, and I can't believe we both forgot to say it. So just want to remind you, you know, setting out prayers every single day for your kids, letting them know that you're praying for them, sending them those messages every once in a while, letting them know whether they're walking in the same faith as you or not right now. It is so important to let them know that you are praying over them, that God loves them, and that there's nothing that they can do that wouldn't keep them you know, part of that family. So just want to encourage you to make sure you're praying over your friends. And thanks so much for listening to Bless Mama Bosses. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. So we know all about the curveballs life can throw at you. And guess what? We are determined to help you create the life and the business, the family balance that you absolutely deserve, which is why Blair and I created the Vision Boards Concierge. If you haven't ever been involved in Vision Boards, I am telling you it is one of the most powerful tools for creating the life and the business and going after those goals that you truly want. You visually can see it and then you can implement this within your family. The Vision Board Concierge is something that you not only can do, but you can do it with your children and help them set goals and really set their dreams. It is incredible. You can find Vision Board Concierge at blessmamabosses.com. Go under courses and then go under vision boards and grab it there. I am telling you, this is a tool that Blair and I do at least two to three times a year, not only with ourselves, with our children and as a family, a vision board will truly set your dreams on fire. If you have not hit the subscribe button to Bless Mama Bosses podcast, will you do that? Will you hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review and tell us what you think about this episode? We hope you have a great day and make it a great day for others.